What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 334. We're here on Tuesday, December 7th. It is Pearl Harbor Day. Pearl yes. Harbor Remembrance Day. Yes. 80 years ago today. Yeah. Those uh, dirty Japs attacked us. You could say that because you're Asian. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll say the dirty Japanese. Yeah. Uh, never to be forgiven. Yes. Never to be forgotten. A day that will live yes. in infamy. We got hit by the yellow peril. Oh, my God. All right, moving on. <laughs> You know, it, it actually is pretty sad because today, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, through the news coverage and stuff, yeah, n- there's n- not that many of them left. I mean, of our great warriors. Right, I mean, this you know? is. Th- I mean, when they said the 80 year anniversary, I'm just like, well, these guys were, you know, 18 years old. Some of them. Yeah. A lot of them have, have passed on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it really is a shame. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it it just was totally different generation and i worry that if we were hit with something like that today we'd never be oh no way we would would, there would be we would be fucked i'd like to think that we could but like you know the greatest generation we can never live up to that so uh let's start off the show with a victory for once the communist piece of shit saul omarova which we've been talking about quite a bit on this show recently has withdrawn for the nomination for the office of the controller of the currency uh, because yes, uh, she didn't have the votes. Didn't have the so votes. That's great. That's a victory for once. Uh, now we just need to get that anti-free speech bitch whore, uh, Gigi Sone. So if you haven't been, call your oh, senators. God. Call your senators. Even if you have Republican senators, yeah. because some of them, you know, are getting lobbied by the turncoats over at Newsmax and some at OAN, uh-huh. uh, which are trying to get this dumb bitch in because they think that if. Somehow they have someone in there that attacks Fox News. That's going to be beneficial for them. Uh, whereas clearly they're not realizing that's that she hates all conservative uh, media. Yeah. And she thinks that all of us should not only have a platform, not we at should, all. We should be in jail. But we should be in the gulag in jail. is what she truly believes. I'm just worried because we, we, we've seen this happen before, right? We've seen Neera Tandon's nomination get sunk, right? Uh-huh. But then Vanita Gupta gets confirmed. Yeah. We see Chipman get tanked. You, I, I'm just afraid that this is like a red herring. Yeah. To get Gigi. She was like the real prize the whole time, maybe. Uh, she maybe. was like a sacrificial Although land. I would say that with the way the Salt. split is on the FCC, yeah. uh, that they could probably blunt some of this. And remember, this for the FCC is replacing a Dem position. Yeah. Because um, the way it's split is, yeah, you know. Yeah. Now... The for to be in charge of the OCC is a much more uh, powerful position mm. and mm. affects the financial system much more greatly. So, mm. you know, I agree with you that it could be a problem. Yeah, uh, I'm afraid what they're what they're going to try to do here. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. But keep but the good pressure news, on. But good news, she's gone. Keep That's the pressure the on. Call your senators because we need to stop Gigi Sone. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else, which now we're probably on the list once she does get confirmed, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Biden's foreign policy issues, total disaster. Oh, I mean, it's just a flat-out total disaster. I mean, I don't think he knows what's going on. No, he Do, do you he think doesn't. he knows what's going on? He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, you know, he had that cold last week that was... Omicron? Uh, who knows? You know, they say it wasn't COVID. They released a negative COVID result, but, you know, that... Yeah, well, you know what? I, you that know, could be doctor. Give, yeah, give, give anybody some, you know... But then... Photoshop works wonders. I love how he was, you know, at the White House on... I don't know whether it was Friday or Thursday, and he gave that remarks where he sounded sick, and he was asked, and he said, oh, yeah, I'm sick from my grandkid. Well, he was out at a restaurant that night not wearing a mask. And I'm like... Okay, you Super know, spreader. now, not to say that he shouldn't necessarily be, but if he's the one and his government is saying, if you're sick, stay home, if you're sick, wear a mask, you know, maybe they follow their own fucking rules, yeah. right? Yeah, no. That's just like mind. when he was up in uh, Nantucket at that billionaire's property, he was spotted in a store which clearly said, masks required. Now, of course, I'm not in favor of that, Yeah. but... He was in the store shopping mm-hmm. with no, no mask on, on, right? And then, of course, you know, because he thinks when he's inside a store with a glass front <laughs> that people can't see him, before he comes out, <laughs> he puts the mask on <laughs> for the cameras. <laughs> and it really exposes yeah. what we've been talking about, oh, how yeah. it's all theater. Oh, yeah. The masks don't do shit. They don't do anything. But anyway, that was an aside. Yeah. Foreign policy. <laughs> Biden had his call with Vladimir Putin of Russia today. 
And of course, the topic of the call was because Russia is massing troops along the Ukrainian border, which we've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks, and we've predicted for weeks that he will invade Ukraine. A lot of interesting things coming out of this. So one, our press was not allowed in, but reporters for the Russian state media were. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And now, you know, we come to find out that Biden is like, well, you know, maybe it won't be a military option, but what we could do are financial sanctions. And and before we came on to this episode here, I was just reading one of your tweets, which you made an excellent point. How long have we been sanctioning Russia financially? Oh, really? Right? Yeah. And it just doesn't work. No. Because the ruling class are all billion, they're all rich. Right. They don't care. Now, I will say that the one thing he is talking about doing, which I think would be a total fucking disaster and would be one of the worst ideas possible, that their so-called, you know, nuclear option for as far as financial uh, sanctions would be to lock Russia out of what's referred to as the SWIFT system. And it's it's something, 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 financial transactions. It's essentially the global financial transaction system, uh-huh. the electronic financial transaction system. Now, there's a number of issues with this. Mm-hmm. Top amongst them is they realize that Europe gets nearly all of its fucking energy from Russia, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the natural gas. Like, so how like, are you going to pay Russia for that? Yeah, I know. I mean that's how that's how Ukraine has been kind of like on the on the edge regarding like Russian politics. Like if Ukraine does something that Russia doesn't like, they just turn off the gas. Right. They turn off the gas and then and then they freeze. I, I believe Germany had to open up their natural gas reserves. Now, granted, this is like ten, ten plus years ago, mm-hmm. but they had to you know loosen those up to make sure people didn't freeze to death. Um, well, now when you have and Nord now Ger- Stream, Germany's getting closer to Russia too with re- regards to that natural gas shit. Yeah, you, know, you have Nord, Nord Stream two, yeah, which is the pipeline they're building right now, yeah. and you know today Jake Sullivan, Deep at State White, Jake, at the yeah, Deep State Jake, yeah, Pfizer Jake, yeah, uh, at the White House, and he he says, oh well, Nord Stream two doesn't really give Putin a strategic advantage. Oh my god, like what? Isn't Gazprom, like, behind that, that pipeline or one of the principles behind that pipeline? I think so, yeah. If Gazprom—that's the Kremlin. Well, yeah. It, that's the fucking Kremlin, yeah. obviously. Everything I mean, like, in Russia Jake, is the Kremlin. Jake, come on. Like, we know this already. What the hell's there, going he, on well, over his, there? His reasoning was, well, Nord Stream 2 isn't filled with gas yet. It's not completed. Okay. It, but it, it's going to be. It's going to be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who allowed that to happen? <laughs> Biden, right? Yeah. And you made another great point. Uh, this is just a return to the Obama Biden administration. It is. Yeah, because it was under them. Yeah. that Putin took Crimea. Yeah, it, that Crimea was the appetizer, and the main entree is going to be the whole rest of the country. And I think Biden's going to allow them to take it. Mm-hmm. Which, Meanwhile, we have China, that's getting overly aggressive with Taiwan. Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But I wanted to first hit on this whole Ukraine thing because yeah. there's a lot of rabble rousing going on in the media right now about this, and. I have a little bit of an issue with it because most of it is coming from the same failed foreign policy establishment uh, here in D.C. and elsewhere in New York City and other places that have totally fucked up every foreign policy decision over the past 20 to 30 years in this country, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. They really think that we should go to full-fledged war. And they're not talking financial sanctions. They're talking... Like nukes. They're talking hot action. Not necessarily mm-hmm. nukes, but hot action on the ground for... <laughs> n- nice phrasing, right? For... To defend Ukraine, which is not a NATO country. No. For, for a very specific yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah. And I just have such a problem with that. I mean, that is a great way to get into a hot war right there. It's, it's trying to push Ukraine into this. Now... Of course, on paper, in theory, the more NATO countries that, that keep Russia like contained, like geopolitically, the better. Yes, but Russia Russians don't like that either. I mean, look what they did to Georgia. Georgia was right. on the verge of yeah. that, and they fucking invaded and ran roughshod over them in 08. Yeah. So you, you don't think they're going to do the same thing with Ukraine? Think again. Well, yeah, exactly. Just to me, it yeah. seems like it's just such a, a terrible idea to go full-fledged on this for Ukraine, which, yeah. you know, not to be... What did Jonah Hill say in War Dogs? You know, not to be the ugly American. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ukraine doesn't serve any purpose for us. No. Sorry. Not like, really. they don't. You know, it's on them 
to defend their own country. Yeah. Right? We shouldn't have to swoop in and save them. And if they want to defend their own country, great. There's rumors of, you know, the military's outfitting civilians with firearms to take up arms against Russia should they invade. And great. I love that. Mm. Right? But it shouldn't be our job. No. You know? Ukraine's not NATO. Now, if they were NATO, different Different story. story. Article 5. That's how it works, right? But there's a reason they're not full-blown NATO yet, right? Like, Putin's not going to go for a NATO country. He's just not going to do it. if they give us dirt on Biden... Then absolutely, we should defend them to the hilt. We should defend them to the hilt if that's the case. Well, and so I'm glad you brought that up because that's the other angle that plays in here is Biden's close ties, his close family ties to Ukraine, Mm -hmm. right? That could play into the decision-making process. Now, you brought up Taiwan. Flip it around, Mm -hmm. right? Strategically, we're actually better suited to defend Ukraine, even though that's the one we shouldn't defend, yeah. than we are to defend Taiwan, which is the one we should defend. Yeah, because there's a whole list of issues and yeah. reasons why we should I mean, defend them. But if if to be better positioned, we should probably get some 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 carriers. Okay, well the here's the issue. Okay, I was right. just having this argument right. with somebody earlier. Today. Oh, jeez, we can't put our carriers at risk. Oh, because of the anti-carrier missiles that yeah. China has developed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can't put our carriers at risk over Taiwan, right? If our Pacific carriers get sunk, oh, do you God. know the vulnerability oh from God. that, right? Yeah. So, and, and, it's and like, Pearl, hey, you brought up Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Thank fuck our carriers went out for training exercises on the day of the attack because then we would have been wide open to invasion. Oh, yeah, wide Wide down. open. So, and that's part of the problem here is that you know, I, I'm I'm for the idea of helping Taiwan defend themselves against China. China is absolutely the largest yes. political geopolitical threat. China that we is face, asshole. Which yeah. you know, the Dems were just saying, you know, oh it's Russia, right? Remember yeah, remember know, all yeah. that? Twenty sixteen the election. And I know, I know. And, and and they still say, Oh well, you know, China could basically do whatever they want to because they love China and Biden's owned by China. We yeah. all know it. Yeah. But you know, there's only so much we could do. Mm-hmm. Again, it's going to be on them to defend themselves. And, you know, beyond, and Trump even said this, you know, I want to help Taiwan. I want to do what we can. But it's just so fucking far. Yeah. Right? And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, and yeah. that seems like a, a so totally simpleton take on it. But it's the truth. It's the truth. Right? Yeah. Our next closest military, you know, assets or bases or whatever you want to call it, would be Guam and South Korea, mm-hmm. right? Now, South Korea, are we going to use that as a launching station for a war with China? Yeah, like Okinawa. Yeah. I don't think South Korea's going to want that. Oh, no. Right? Probably not. And, and more, those troops are there for the joint defense of South Korea. Yeah. Right? Uh, against North Korea. Not against, I mean, yeah. I guess against China, but what, you, can, you can extend it. Yeah. But they could wipe out Guam in a second, yeah, right? Which is why I think that a good buffer for this to get, buy some time is if we totally push for Japan to change their constitution. Unleash yeah. Japan because let me tell you, they got. I mean, they pound for pound. Their, I mean, their weaponry and materials is, is just like ours almost. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it is a technologically advanced military. It has a navy. It has missile defense. It can get there quickly. You know, it will. Obviously, you know, Beijing will think twice about fucking around in the Straits if they want to pull mm-hmm. something if, if Japan has been unleashed. And it can buy time. Yeah. So our mean, carriers get into position. Because that's, I mean, that, that, that is Taiwan's but the problem is, defensive I mean, ethos is basically not to defeat China. It's to hold out until the Americans come. Basically. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, <laughs> are, we're going to put our carriers at risk for this? <laughs> We made a promise decades ago well, to defend them. Yeah, you, know what they, you know what they say about promises. I know. They They're made to be broken. Be broken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just don't see a way that we could do that strategically without well, some use of nuclear, right, which I, you can't exactly. do. I have to say it without firing some missiles. Right. That I do. And... You know, with them, be, they're the only country that has these so-called carrier killer missiles. Yeah. It's just too risky. Yeah. Unless we can, and this is probably, I mean, we probably do, they're not going to say it, but this is why I say that we need to race to weaponize space. Yeah. If we can get yeah. some some missiles mm-hmm. in space on a satellite that could, like, prevent, you know, I, that, that that's just me. When I was going that through That could a shoot list. down these goddamn, you know, carrier missile yeah. calibers, you know? I was going through a list of the recent war games today over this type of thing of the invasion of Taiwan. And I bet it's messy as all hell. 
Well, nine times out of ten, we lose. Like, get wiped out. Ugh. Like, totally wiped out. Anything we put at risk gets fucking wiped yeah. out. The one time we won was under non-real-world circumstances to begin with. So I'll preface it with that. So you oh, can basically right. discount it, right? Yeah. It's like StarCraft. But, you just add some cheat codes. Essentially. <laughs> but even in that situation, the losses were so numerous in manpower and equipment, counting, you know, drones, carriers, just battle groups of ships, planes. The, the decimation of our forces would be so large that it begs the question, would it be worth it? Oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, this is, victory. this is where Trump's realism was so on point. Yeah. Was that, you know, we, we just don't, we're not strategically well positioned to wage a war geographically there right now. You know, mm. World War II was a different scenario. We were, we were coming in, right? And, and going back to what you said about Japan and unleashing them, just think of how different the world would be today if, one, Japan didn't attack Pearl Harbor, which, yeah. you know, you you could talk about that forever. But <laughs> they almost wiped the Chinese out. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Just think. Yeah. Yeah. Same same thing with yeah. how the world would be different. I mean, that was a mess, too, because remember, the Japanese invaded when the Chiangs were fighting each other between the communists yeah. and Chiang Kai-shek. Yeah. And Chiang Kai-shek wanted to keep fighting both the Japanese and the, and the communists Actually, I shouldn't say that. He thought the communists were a bigger problem. Yeah, yeah. And he finally actually, he, he was kidnapped. And a brief, like, treaty was signed between Mao and him basically saying, like, okay, enough bullshit. Our nation's being raped by the fucking Japanese. Mm -hmm. You and I were f combining forces, and when we get the fucking Japanese out, yeah. then we can start killing each other again. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah, it was just the perfect timing for that. But, you know, China, <laughs> if you're a Japanese China is – the time – I'm all for standing up to China. You know me. I'm, like, the biggest China hawk there I is. Know, I, I fucking know. hate China. That's a lot of land mass. I hate There's the communists. I hate China. They, get, they have an but, endless reservoir of human resources. Right. Literally. That's what I was just like, about to say. Like you say, like, I, mean, I, knew, I knew exactly the point you were getting to when, when we, you know – our losses would be so numerous, it would take us decades, right, probably to mm -hmm. to, to re re If we could recover. Well, they're if still on the rise and, and, all, and strategically yeah, and all they us. have to do yeah. is get, you know, some peasants from the farm, give them a gun, put them on a Boston whaler, yeah. and then fucking go over and finish the rest of Taiwan. Oh, yeah. And and do you they, – they have, right, unlimited human resources, yeah. which they can throw into an yeah. army. They also have point, fucking right? nukes. Well, and also – Which they – you I, don't I, – I can see them using that. Perhaps. Right. Absolutely. That, and that – Leads perfectly to my next point. You don't think that they would be willing to commit war crimes or genocide mm -hmm. or indiscriminately bomb and rocket the shit out of them? Yeah. Right? If it, they're going to go for it, they're going to go for yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, you know? Ma Ma fucking Mao Zedong even mentioned, he's like, it doesn't matter if we lose half a million people. Right. I still got another half a million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the real problem. Yeah. And, you know, I'm all for... It being backing Taiwan, I just strategically think there's not a hell of a lot we could do unless we start building our own goddamn islands. Well, yeah, but that's the other. That's thing. one thing. Like, if we start, if we're serious about this, we got to start building some man-made islands around there and, the, and getting some people there. And but they're not going to allow that. To I happen. know. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, the, well, I'm just, yeah. the time to stand up to China was a couple decades ago. Yeah, we blew that. Call. And what did we do with that? Yeah. Oh. The uh, what was it? The open China or the trade with allowing them into yeah, the world trade? Or, yeah, yeah. All of that. Yeah. All of that was strategic blunders, yeah. which ironically you can't argue Biden that. oversaw. Yeah, and and you know what? I and Bush to, and Bush. Yeah, you know Bush opened the floodgates a little too much. No good. I, I understand he tried with that steel tariff, which was ruled illegal by the WTO. I I get that, but after that, it was there was like it just it just yeah, it was more of um how do you put it? It was like, co not coddling, but... They just let them do whatever they, they want. They just let them, it was just arm's length, you know, yeah, kind of detente. China manipulated currency. They yeah. did everything. And, the you know, what I said earlier today was that the time to kill China I mean, in the really, crib I mean, it, was it, long gone. I mean, the Bush, it, it really did take a hammer to man American manufacturing. Yeah. The, the, early, the early 2000s. It, oh, it, it decimated it us. It was bad. And, you know, the one real strategic issue with Taiwan is that they have... A massive portion of the chip foundries. Mm -hmm. 
you know, the computer chips that we're so short on now to begin with. Yeah, we can't get uh, new and, cars or uh, washing machines. And Congress spent $1.2 to $1.4 trillion on that so-called infrastructure package and not a single fucking chip foundry to be built as part of it. Mm-hmm. You know? So they're not taking it seriously. And we could have been using this whole time to build those. Yeah. So... You know, luckily, a few manufacturers are, like Samsung and others. I think Samsung's opening one in Texas. Uh, but the capacity, you know, won't be met. So that's a clusterfuck there waiting to happen. But I think the more timely, pressing concern is the whole Ukraine thing. And hopefully Biden doesn't get us into a fucking war over this. But that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Meanwhile, we're getting fucked in the ass by Iran, too, <laughs> because Biden is so intent on bringing back the Iranian nuclear deal, even though we know it's completely failed because they already have nuclear weapons. Yeah. I mean, it's, even, it's activists, like, even activists there were like, don't do it. It just doesn't make sense. And then you have Secretary Blinken saying, well, it doesn't seem like, you know, Iran is all that serious about the, the, the nuclear deal. I'm like, you think? No fucking shit. You think? They these weren't guys, serious these in the guys, first place. They're going to get us killed. These This yeah. clown circus, this crew is going to get us fucking killed. That's what it is. They weren't serious in the first place. No, they weren't. They took our money. They took the pallets of cash that Obama yeah. sent to them, and well, they no, funded exactly. the nuclear program, and they funded terrorism. What they want, it was a few months of good overtures because they wanted the sanctions to be eased and to get all that money back. That's yeah. exactly what they wanted. They want another pallet of francs and gold. Yeah, the whole thing is fucked up. Uh, but, you know, this goes back to the main recurring point that we knew that Biden would be a foreign policy failure. What, what yeah. was it that Gates said that... He has been wrong on every single major foreign policy decision, endeavor, initiative for the past 40 years. Yeah. At so. least 40 years. Going back to like when Anwar Sadat was still alive. Mm-hmm. That's like the Detroit Lions of foreign policy. Well, the Lions won this weekend, so they did, you know, they did okay, get one win. Okay. The first one in a uh, year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and then this is all following on the total failure of the Afghanistan withdrawal. Oh, my um, God. And that was actually the last point I made yeah. with the the Taiwan thing, mm-hmm. was that we couldn't even properly orchestrate a withdrawal from Afghanistan, a country that we had 20 years of entrenched military base, just bases and knowledge yeah, and manpower for sure. and operations. We couldn't even do that without it being yeah. a total clusterfuck. There's still How hundreds we, left behind. Oh, yeah. How are we going to defend an island all the way across the globe? I know. You know? Well, like, <laughs> I think we can, but not with this crew. Not with well, this guy yeah, here. Yeah. But, he, but again, Xi's not going to do that yeah. with a hopefully post-Biden Republican president. Oh, yeah. No, He's no going to do it under Biden. Yeah, no way. You know, yeah. like... Yeah. So, Speaking of Afghanistan, didn't, wasn't there a deadline that was missed? Yeah, they missed the the Biden administration missed the deadline to provide uh, the evidence and information surrounding the Afghanistan withdrawal to Congress for proper oversight. Which I, shocking, you know? No, just gross incompetence. Well, they have a lot to hide about what went on there. Yeah. Uh, all of this comes on the heels that we found out that nearly all of those so-called refugees that we brought in were unvetted. Yeah. We and, might as well just shut down the planes, honestly. And <laughs> how would that happen, might you ask? Well, they got here, and then the Biden administration decided, well, it's going to be too complicated to do all of this vetting, so let's just let them out. Yeah. That's literally what their decision process no one was. Gives, it's not also, an exaggeration. No one gives a fuck about that that talking point. Well, what about the Americans left behind? Listen, listen, we got 129,000 people out in 13 days. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't get. They're all terrorists anyway, I so know. I don't really care. It, know. You know, it could have been five hundred thousand. It was five hundred thousand people who shouldn't even fucking be here. I, well, when it's not, I like, just want the Americans out. That, and it's not like those about. people were even the ones that helped us. No, it was just the random fucking Afghans no. that managed to get and, on the plane and it happened to break through the barricades yeah. around the the yeah. airport because, well, first of all, having the Taliban as the TSA of the yeah. airport—that's just another. We're well, just, could, we're just post, really getting a whole... You could post more from that forever. Yeah. I mean, that, that was just horrible. Just but, you know, it goes back to the point of our military is not exactly on a winning streak here. No. You no, know? it's not. And the other thing is all of our good fighters that were part of either Operation Enduring Freedom yeah. in Afghanistan well, they were tiring, or Iraqi man. Freedom... They are tiring. Right? 
Yeah. You know, they're, 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 they're 20 plus years. They're, they're, they want to get their pension and move on to something else. And not only that, even if the they're pri- not... Move on to the private sector at a nice, uh, you well, know, yeah. security firm. Even if they weren't at the point of wanting to retire for that, they're now being either pushed out because of the wokeism bullshit... That too. ...or the vaccine mandates. Yeah. I mean, that's all... You know, we're losing a lot of good officers yeah. because of that shit, so... Just another thing. Uh, Biden family corruption. Oh, this was a good story that you had. The Serb laundry? Yes, yeah, so... The dirty Serbs? We now have a new country in which the Biden family crime syndicate mm-hmm. may be involved. Tell us about that. Well, okay, I'll give you, like, the, the Cliff Notes version, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Sa- yeah, right? Same old, same old, folks. There were, you know, registered foreign agents of Serbia. They tried to get a government access deal going when Joe Biden was still vice president. So, again... It all goes to how many countries does, uh, you know... <laughs> yeah. I mean, how compromised is his family? How many countries have Bidens by the balls? Yeah. Honestly. And this was uh, during, We know China. This was during Biden's first term as vice president. Yeah. In which Hunter Biden coordinated the scheduling of a meeting with Serbia's president and Serbian HNWIs, which is the high net worth individuals... And, uh, you know, it's not known exactly what happened out of this, but this is just a long yeah. track record. And let me tell you something. You know, Serbs are Slavs, mm-hmm. right? We all know that the Slavs stick together. We saw that during the Kosovo thing with the Russians and the Serbians, right? They, mm-hmm. very, if uh, the Bidens are buddies' buddies with the Slavs, mm-hmm. you know they ain't going to do shit if they invade Ukraine. If there's, yeah. if there's a lot of connections and money to be had in the future, future earnings at risk. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. So... Yeah. Well, you know, the the guy at the center of the issue here uh, that went on to further potentially implement these possible alleged issues, just to qualify this, Mark Doyle. He was the senior advisor to Senator Joe Biden, okay? And he was the national finance director of Biden's unsuccessful presidential run in 2008. He met with these people, especially the Serbian president and the chief of staff of the Serbian president, okay? Then there was a whole bunch of foreign money that came in to his Prairie Avenue Advisors, which was his essentially consulting company. And then this same guy, Mark Doyle, would go on to serve, this is where it gets really interesting, as the chairman of Unite the Country, the central pro-Biden super PAC that supported Biden's presidential run through the 2020 election and raised nearly $50 million. So, my God, just how badly compromised is the Biden family? We will probably never know, not during his presidency and not after, because 50 years of corruption is uh, pretty entrenched. Yeah, for sure. What else we got going on here? Oh, some COVID stuff. Let's run through this. Some good news. Biden vaccine mandate was shot down yet again today uh, by a federal judge in Georgia. The latest injunction applies to federal contractors. This is a national injunction, and that goes on top of the OSHA mandate, which so far is stayed nationally, the uh, health care worker mandate, which so far is enjoined nationally, the contractor one enjoined nationally, the federal employee mandate, which was postponed, air quote, to next year because they didn't want to take another court loss on it. The only one that's still moving forward, which I actually have a pretty big problem with, is the military. Yeah. Because we're losing a decent number of good war fighters over this stupid bullshit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's got to come to an end. But uh, Omicron... As we predicted, Omicron very well. That was uh, supposedly more transmissible, but much more mild. That seems to be the case. No one has died from it. Yeah, no one's been hospitalized. You know, and then of course the stupid Pfizer CEO comes out this morning and is like, "Well, uh, you know, the more transmissible it is, the jumping from person to person, the more chances there is for new variants to come of it." And while that is scientifically accurate, I can't dispute that. It's, it's more just fear-mongering out of the pharmaceutical CEOs in order yeah. to not only get a jump in their stock price, but to sell more vaccine. Mm-hmm. It's like this whole thing is becoming... A big pharma orgy, really. Right, yeah. yeah. It really is an orgy. It was from the beginning, yeah. but now it's even worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also news coming out of Canada that's not great about Moderna. Not going to get into that yet. Oh, what happened? Uh, they're talking about the heart thing. The yeah. heart? Uh, uh, for and, people under 30, though, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so – I don't get that. So once you hit 30, you don't have any myocarditis. I think that's just an arbitrary number. Yeah. 
Not good. But yeah, so, Not you good. know, it, it doesn't seem that this is a major problem, but yet everyone's freaking the fuck out about it, and the blue states especially are aiming towards more lockdowns and mandates. No, that's fine. Let them. Up in, uh, no, well, I feel bad for people in Blue States because there's a lot of people there that don't want this stuff, you know? And they're yeah. not, and not everybody well, has then, the freedom. You know what I say? Right, to those people who don't like it, rise up, storm the state capitol. All right, well, let's not get carried away. With? Peacefully. Storm it? <laughs> peacefully. <laughs> All right. <laughs> storm it peacefully. Nice qualification there. I mean, but, you know, there, there's there's a lot of people that can't just up and leave, you know? Right? No, they can't no, just, no, they know, can't. They can't, they can't move, and in New York City, the freaking mayor putting in place a uh, private employer vaccine mandate. Oh, yeah, was is, it, first of all, December 27th, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that the date? So, if, two weeks. If nobody got it, what, yesterday, or two mm-hmm. days ago, you're fired? Uh, I think there is a, like, if you're in the process qualification. So, like, if you had your first shot, yeah. you're okay, I think. Okay. Uh, Talk about I, being blindsided by the uh, holidays on the holidays. Yeah, and I'm no, sure it's going to get no challenged, and, yeah. and companies may fight against it. But yeah. you know, the other thing with this is that I, I know people want companies to really stand up and fight against these mandates, and I love that idea. But you know, if you're a small business, you can't just take hundred thousand dollars worth of fines from the no. government and be totally okay. No, you know, they made this so like. Uh, authoritarian. It yeah, it's authoritarian. It's draconian as all hell. It's there. There is no carve outs. What? 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 What if you can't get have the vaccine? Yeah, they're like, putting. There are people. I mean, it's rare, but if you have um, Epstein Barr. Yeah, there's other stuff. Yeah, yeah. you. 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 It, it is a risk to get this vaccine. They're putting the boot of the government on the necks of everybody, and yeah. you know. It, we're we're reaching the point now where we're only a few few short steps away from what's going on in Australia, uh, and that's yeah oh, oh. I mean you outrageous. Mean, you mean you mean North Korea? Yeah, because that's it, what Australia is right now. It's North Korea. It's basically what it is. People are being thrown into concentration camps. No one can leave. You got to tell the government where you're going, where you're staying. Mm-hmm. You have to people they, they 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 hop out of the bushes and tackle you and pepper spray you and beat you and deje- you know if you need to just take your garbage out. It's uh, it's a total disaster. It's nuts. It's a total disaster. But you know the Omicron thing is a, uh, I think uh, a big distraction, because the rest of the news is even worse for Biden than it is on COVID, having to yeah. do with the economy, you, foreign you policy, see, all of it. Did you see more more like uh, I think it was like forty eight percent of Americans would rather go back to Trump's policies. Well, yeah, this. of course, that, of course. That, that Wall Street Journal poll was horrifying. If you're a Biden person. Horrifying. Well, yeah, and twenty-two percent approval, I believe. Right? Yeah. Did going, I see that? Going further, I, I think it's even worse than that. That want him or Kamala to be in office afterwards, oh, for another term. God. So, you know, it, it's they're totally. It's the Titanic. It is. The, it the is. administration is the Titanic. Is. Four um, hours. Uh, less than that. <laughs> yeah. Right. On many yeah. fronts, the the Titanic is sinking, and. You have the White House now that's literally trying to run a state media outfit in which they persuade the so-called mainstream media in this country to report a little bit nicer on them. You saw that, right? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. That so the, it's like it's, it's Politburo shit. That the White House literally has the gall to say, after what the liberal media did to Trump for four years, that Biden is not getting treated fairly by the press. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? Well, boo-hoo. And that's the true irony. Yeah. How about, of, if he, how about, he, how about he, he stops sucking? We don't have to... Well, that's the true irony of the approval ratings. Yeah. Is that Biden's approval ratings are now much worse than Trump. And that was with Trump under nonstop 24-7 barrage from not only just the, the media... But from within the the U.S. government, people trying to undermine him yeah. at every turn and constant assault from the media, he and Biden has the entire establishment propping him up. Yeah, I mean, can yeah. you imagine if the news actually reported what was going on here? They're mad that the the coverage isn't rosy enough about Biden, but it should be a hell of a lot worse. I. I it's way too early. This is my. This is way too early, right? Mm-hmm. But if it keeps going like this, it's like Jimmy Carter in 1980. There's mm-hmm. the, there, there's going to be a primary challenge. 
Well, he's not going to run right? again. Uh, but uh, he says he is. So let's just he, say he's that, lying. Well, I know. Right? Yeah, let's yeah, say that yeah. he is. I'm just saying, like, that's just every single time there's been a primary challenge of the party that, that's occupied the White House, it's been a disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every, yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen often. But every single time when there's been a primary challenge of the sitting president from his own party, that party gets absolutely shellacked in the general. Well, I think it's <laughs> yeah. just going to be an open race <laughs> oh. uh, because I don't think he's going to be able to run again. No, and Kamala um, is damaged goods. Absolute damaged goods. Yeah, well, there is a couple angles on that, though. But if they, who, I think... Who, who do they have? Well, I think at this point, their political goal yeah. is to... Get Biden just through the midterms. Just through the midterms and then kind of... And then he could say, I'm you know tired. what, I'm, I'm going to not run for re-election because, you know, I think it's in the best interest of the country, That blah, 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 blah. And so then it comes to the point of, well, okay, does he survive the rest of that term? I don't think he does. And I'm not sure that he will he, because he's he looking could, rough. He could drop dead tomorrow. Very possible. Very possible. So that's why I think... If Kamala is the incumbent, are they going to challenge her from within? Maybe, maybe not. I think you could see a lot of backdoor dealing and clearing of the field. You know, whoever's going to be the the primary one to challenge her, like a Buttigieg, would be made vice president, which would be very interesting given the fact that you would have a GOP Congress that has to approve the nomination of the vice president. Yeah, all right. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that could happen here. So I don't know that it'll necessarily be like. Him getting primary challenged, but I I don't see a way that we get to twenty twenty four without Kamala being uh, president by then. Oh my god! I mean, he's losing so much steam so yeah, quickly. Like, he just doesn't look up to the job. No, he's frail, stupid, slow. Doesn't know where he's going. He shits himself in front of the Pope, <laughs> and farts all over the farts place. all over the place. He but, can't. I mean, he he probably doesn't even know that. I mean, he probably thinks that the Soviet Union is still a country. Well, the worst part of all this is that. The American people should have seen this coming oh, yeah. oh, to begin yeah, yeah. with. Yeah. Right? Now, we talked about it. The conservative media talked about it. But the mainstream media covered up him being not well. Yeah. And people caught on to it. Yeah. But yet they still voted for yeah. him. And now you have, you know, a huge portion of his voters that are like... What the fuck did I just do? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we told, we you, told you what you were going to we fucking told you. do. Right? We told you this guy was no good. You treated him. He a guy. ran twice before and he couldn't break out. So I don't understand why yeah. this is a shock. Yeah, well, you know, the whole COVID thing and the mail in fraud and this and that. Yeah. It all came into this perfect well, they, storm of uh, yeah. fucking us. And I think they all thought his his crew thought they could just coast for four years. Well the norms will return and we can just put all this in autopilot. And then the they all is, got punched in the mouth. The thing is, they they're not going the autopilot route anyway. They're I think, going. The, I think they were until Afghanistan. It seemed like that. Yeah, but they're, they it were. It was also very going much going the, through the motions every fucking day, especially with Jen Psaki until Afghanistan started to go to shit. Yeah, but at the same time, they're pushing this radical agenda of these bills, these nominees. That's right. Yeah. If they really wanted to cruise, they could have done it. They yeah. They yeah, could have put I forward moderate nominees. They could have, you know, Afghanistan sure would have been a blip and a total disaster regardless. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, these these spending bills are, you know, pushing it further and further left, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. They didn't need to do this. The but, only reason they're doing this is even, to satisfy the progressive oh, wing sure, of the party. Oh, for sure. But even still, though, remember, he, he's a deal maker. It was a mess. Getting this passed sure, through the House sure. was an absolute mess. And the, the White House has zero credit to do with this. And probably still zero. won't pass the Senate. Yeah. Hopefully, Zero credit. At least hopefully, if Manchin yeah. holds his word, we'll yeah. see. Yes. I mean, it was basically like Pelosi and some Democrats were like, "Okay, we, we got we got to drop the price. We got to drop, yeah. you know, from you know, from, was it three to one point seven five? And that was even then, that really wasn't because Joe Biden was like, you know, QB one in all these negotiations. Mm -hmm. But it went from a return. and you know, sure, shit, it wasn't Kamala who's who was who was right. doing it too because she would have fucked up the whole deal to begin with. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess my my point is just that like they could have gone the, super chill. Right. They could have gone the whole, you know, quote return to normalcy and return yeah. to establishment moderate oh, politics God. and this and that. And they made the decision not to, yeah. which has turned into a total disaster for them. 
and it likely will lead to yeah. probably some of the worst midterm losses that Ooh. we'll ever see in modern politics. Ooh. It's at like least Hoover in reverse. The, at least if the things hold now, but yeah. you know, again, hey, listen, long time if away. you go woke, you go broke, whether it be in business or in politics. Yeah, I think we're seeing that right now. Uh, speaking of broke, CNN, which is a total fucking disaster, not only in the ratings but now in its personnel department. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Well, there's actually multiple things going on over there yeah. right now. First up was Chris Cuomo got fired, yeah. which was great news, obviously. Great news. Uh, he also lost his second job at SiriusXM, and he lost his book deal today. So yeah, yeah. and he's still a rich fuck. So you know what? That, I, I'm not really yeah. all that upset. He is. He's part of. He's part of a, a major political family from New York. He, yeah. He's a Cuomo. Mario Cuomo is still is still a god up there. He's still rich. He's still famous. Well, they need He's to restore. He's not going to starve. They need to restore the name of the Tappan Zee Bridge. Remember, know, they named yeah. it after Mario yeah, Cuomo. I know, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that was actually the point I made on Friday after yeah. he got fired, and I'm like, oh, so bad for Chris Cuomo. He's yeah. going to have to go back to his huge Hamptons I know, exactly. mansion. I know. So, and, oh so my sad. god, yeah, so sad. It's so tough. He's not going to be able to, you know, buy you know happy hours anymore. Yeah, Are you it, fucking kidding me? It's just that that's ridiculous. Come on. Uh, the other thing you got going on at CNN is Don Lamont. Don Lamont is that is, is that going to trial? By the way, his his sexual harassment thing. It could, it could. Uh, the guy who filed a lawsuit against him is going to try to force him to testify under oath in the near future, and could go to court yeah, next year. It's how expected he, to go to court. Uh, shoved his hands down his pants. Yeah, we don't have to get into details because it's. Ugh. It is yeah, it's, um, it's kind of disgusting. The. But the other thing <laughs> that came up this week, another L in the category of Don Lamont. Don Lamont? Is the Juicy Smouillet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Juicy Smollett. Yeah. Juicy Smouillet? Uh, <laughs> who is on trial right now for his hate crime hoax, allegedly. But we and all know now that it's soon true. to be perjury. We all know that it's true. Yeah. Perjury. But too. what came out yesterday that was interesting about this is that Don Lemon was texting Juicy Smollett. And apparently gave him a bunch of information, right? And Don Lemon never disclosed this to anybody, even though he repeatedly covered the story, including last night after I, this information I came out. I think it's time for someone to be fired then. He could get fired too. The interesting thing is that CNN is in such a tailspin. Like, I don't, I don't really know. They what have no primetime lineup. Yeah. Yeah, they, really, they had to bring in Michael Smirkanish to fill in uh, Chris Cuomo's slot, and it's like... And Anderson Cooper sucks. His ratings are also in the yeah, tank. Like, you know, CNN, it's so funny because CNN fought so hard against Trump and to get Trump out of office. Yeah. And do you remember all those times Trump said, when I leave office, their ratings are going to be shit? Yeah. Well... Well, here it is. <laughs> here it is. I bet you Jeff Zucker... Is so regretting what a dumb all fuck. of that. They took those few years of okay ratings during the Trump administration and parlayed it into massive losses, which yeah, honestly could take CNN down, could take him down, and you know they could redo the entire network because there's this whole like merger deal going on. So I heard they're gonna rerun game shows on CNN. Yeah, no. That's on the you're Brent, making that. No, that's on the Brent Fozell mentioned like years oh, okay. ago. It, it never <laughs> happened. But, but he was saying, it, like, that's how bad the revenue stream is. If it keeps going like this, they're yeah. going to have to have some sort of, you know, if you're Jeff Zucker, a, a, an insulting deal to, like, yeah. just, like, reruns of game shows of, like, Password or something. Well, the, I think the sad thing is, is that <laughs> CNN back in the day was actually a good news network. Oh, when... During when, the Ted Turner days, and, and, yeah. And, and, and during Gulf War? Yeah. One, yeah. you know, I mean, like... Th- and Li- even Iraq. The movie Live from Baghdad. That was great stuff. Yeah. They were in they were in the thick of it, covering the airstrikes. I mean, they, it was real news. Bernard mm-hmm. Shaw and all those guys. And then it's I know it's become some sort of Frankenstein fucking woke gas creature. Well, I heard a good <laughs> point earlier today was that people like uh uh Brian Stelter, affectionately known as Tater or yeah. Humpty Dumpty if you're yeah. Hannity, or Oliver Darcy or Chris Saliza, who I call butthole mouth. <laughs> um None of them would ever work at the old CNN. Oh, they couldn't. Right. They couldn't. And that's the difference. They would be, you're, 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 this is too biased to go to air. Yeah. That's yep. like literally, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. 
Uh, sad news, Bob Dole died this oh. weekend. Uh, he was 98 years old, and of course, he had a long and storied yeah. career, an not American only in, hero. in the military, he was yeah. an American hero during yeah. World War II. Uh, you can go back to our World War II references, yeah. losing the greatest generation, and then decided to dedicate his life, uh, his life to to public service, and yeah. uh, I think did, pretty much did so until his death. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, never um, became president, even though he very possibly should have, honestly, um, because Bill Clinton was a real piece of shit. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll just say this: I, I, if I know knowing what I know now, and, and you know how I land politically, and I had to go back to '96, I would have trouble. What I like Bob Dole, but ninety six Bill Clinton. I'm no. saying not a lot. What are you nuts? Bill Clinton was are not as bad mind? as some people say. That's okay. my hot take of the day, right there. Sure, but that just goes to the heart of the issue of you never vote for a Democrat. I would That's never vote for a Democrat. But he ever. wasn't a Democrat, though. Bill Clinton was a Democrat. He was more of a moderate Republican, if you look at his track record. Okay, sure, but this is the 90s, right? We're not talking yeah. now. Yeah. You don't know anything now <laughs> back in the 90s. Or literally, if, if we back, were— back, back in the 90s when, okay. when Democrats used to cut capital gains taxes, which is what Bill yeah, Clinton that did, right? I mean, Jesus. If we were back in the 90s, us, yeah. right? Yeah. We would be fighting against Bill Clinton like there's no tomorrow to expose his many rape Listen, scandals. Know, well, he didn't rape anybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. As Winita our, Broderick. Our that, listeners yeah. are like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah. And w- listen, th- there was a lot of things that Bill Clinton Watch did. Impeachment. That's a good – that was a great That was a great series. It was actually very informative. Yeah. And I, I, I want to read those files. Oh, I'd like to read right? the files. I want to read those files. There are some horrible things in those files. But yeah, Bill Clinton, on a, if you're talking about comparing men... Oh, Bob, Bob Dole, Dole by like 9,000 right. touchdowns. Yeah. Now, of, of course, course. He, didn't, he didn't win the election, of course. Yeah, he was but, more of the sacrificial lamb. The economy yeah. was going through the roof. I mean, there was no way Clinton was going to lose It was also pre-all of the scandal. Yeah, it was. Right? Oh, yeah. So that was their big mistake was the yeah. scandal didn't come until after the election. But the other thing that Bob Dole did that I thought took a lot of guts was he backed Trump. He did. He backed twice, Trump twice in a he way did. Yeah. that most establishment politicians. I mean, you saw what the Bush family did. Yeah. Right. Oh, but let's not forget Bob Dole took a lot of shit for that too. A ton. He took. Even in, I mean, they beat up that poor old man. Even in his obituaries yeah. this week. Yeah. They were talking about how oh well he was a Trump, he supporter, was Trump supporter and this and that. I'm like okay. And, and, you know, that that's one thing to me that shows... When you have such a storied career in life as Bob Dole, you can... And, and when you reach 90, 90 plus years old, you can back whoever you goddamn well please. And yeah. you know what? Shut the fuck up. The man has more than earned his right to do whatever the hell he wants. Well, he and, when he, and when he was asked about that, he said, oh, yeah. Trump's doing a good job for the country. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you don't agree with some of the things either he says or does or whatever, but he clearly is leading the country in a good direction and is doing well for the American people. And that was really, at, at the heart of it, was his life, is yeah. what he did. So yeah. that, that's to me, was a huge sign of his character. Oh, IRS data released shows that Trump was right about the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, oh, the marquee legislation shocker. of the Trump agenda. Yeah. Uh, because remember, they said, oh, it's only for the rich people. Nope, not true. Not true. The middle class saw a huge tax cut that led to unprecedented economic growth until yeah. the China virus came. And they're going to have that for 10 years. Well, we're counting down quickly here. I'm just that's saying, like, make them permanent. That's six more make years. Make them permanent. We have to be in complete control of everything yeah. by then when those yeah. expire to or, happen. Yeah, so, or, 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 it be, or it could be a weird situation where the Democrats actually make 80, 80% of the Bush tax cuts permanent <laughs> during the fiscal cliff <laughs> deal. Do you remember times. that? Yeah, they made times. 80 – after all the railing about the Bush tax cuts in 2013, they, those mother, dumb motherfuckers made 80% of them permanent. That was different times. <laughs> also, remember, Bush wasn't Trump. Yeah, that's true. That's the difference, yeah. right? It's, Although I do like the Bush tax cuts as well. Well, I'm not Fif- saying I, fifty-two I, months of uninterrupted. I'm not saying I don't growth. like them. I'm just talking about, you know, how compare how they talk about Bush now oh, versus how they talk about yeah, Trump. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like yeah. Trump is to him, Trump to them is basically Hitler. Yeah, I know. You know, the, which is ironic because Bush was Hitler before Trump was. Yeah. So, um, but now Biden's gonna be Hitler. But also <laughs> the. Uh, the quote build back better bill if that does pass that yeah. revokes a bunch of those tax cuts. So, 
some quick hits here. China, we're doing a diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Olympics, which I think is weak. weak we should have gone full weak boycott. Sauce. Uh, but I get that they want to let the It's athletes... weaker than what Jimmy Carter did in 1980. And that was yeah, fucking weak. You know, I let that they want, I get that they want to let the American athletes compete. Uh, but I, I think we should have just totally boycotted the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah well, it's but like, I get that it's also unfair to the athletes. I, so we'll I, see. True, what but it's also, I mean, I'm just saying this is a purely selfish standpoint. It's the Winter Olympics. We never do well in the Winter Olympics. I like the Winter Olympics. I like them too, but we never do well. It's always the Norse people that do well. <laughs> For well, obvious yeah, reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Although we do do well in um, skate, uh, snowboarding. Yeah. The snowboarding, we dominate. Events, we do yeah. dominate in the snowboarding. Uh, the DOJ is suing Texas over the new redistricting maps, even though they have a piss-poor legal argument over uh, why they're doing so. Of course, of course. Um, so I hope that the GOP will win on that. They're also suing in North Carolina, which is actually uh, a stronger legal argument because the GOP there did some stuff that... Normally, you can't really do in redistricting, so I wouldn't be surprised if we get ruled against in that one. But I think Texas will have the win. Devin Nunez, the great Devin Nunez of Congress, is going to resign and become the CEO of President Trump's uh, recently announced media and technology company. Oh, right. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, which, when that news broke yesterday, I was like, oh, I wonder why he's resigning. And then the first drafts of the California maps came out today. Oh, it's bad. That's why. It's bad. Yeah, yeah he was bad. getting redistricted out. So this is a smart move for him. I think he's a great pick to lead that company. And he knows just how big tech uh, really is fucking around. So hopefully he can take them on. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, uh, Senator David, per former Senator David Perdue. No, no, he is the senator. Well, yeah, he actually <laughs> did win he the did first win. time. Yeah. He did win. The most votes ever you know, for cast for a, a Georgia Senate candidate ever was mm -hmm. David Perdue, and he's not senator. I, I don't understand this. Well, that's because of their stupid runoff yeah. rules, which but, we've talked but, about. At but length, so but. he is senator. <laughs> he, uh, so Senator Perdue is now. Well, he's challenging sitting Governor Brian Kemp in the Republican primary, uh, which obviously we all know uh, Kemp's sins. And I, I think that as we've talked about, what did we talk about that? Two weeks ago mm -hmm. about how Brian Kemp is a weak candidate regardless. So yeah. I'm happy he's getting primary. Me too. Hopefully something will go happen. Go Purdue. I, I, I thought Doug Collins would go for it again. but Me too. I, well, I think I think Doug was uh, Trump's first choice. And then yeah. Doug was like, eh, no, no. Let me take a breather so, next cycle. Yeah. yeah. He has time. Doug Collins is a young man. Yeah. So, and of course, uh, Purdue has Trump's total endorsement. So that's good. Um, you are endorsed. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Greg Abbott, you are endorsed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At the NRA National meeting. And before we go here, we have the clip of the day. Yes. President Trump on General Mark Milley. Go ahead and take a listen. You got a $50 million airplane. You got a $29 million gorgeous helicopter. We had every type of helicopter. Many of them brand new, literally out of the box. 28, 29 million. We have 60, 70 million dollar plans. You mean you think it's cheaper to leave it there so they can have it than it is to fill it up with a half a tank of gas and fly it into Pakistan or fly it back to our country? You think, yes, sir, we think it's cheaper, sir. That's when I realized he was a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's throwback Trump. Classic throwback. And because it's an exact quote from Trump, no bleeps, no bleeps. on that, Mr. Yeah. Producer. No bleeps. All right. Other than that, we're going to wrap up today's show. Of course, if you want to help us fight back against Biden and his cabal of deep state leftists, you know how to do so. You'll get access to the uncensored version of Triggered, which everyone who signs up loves. So go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code Triggered to get 25% off. You'll be directly funding us, taking on the left, telling the truth that nobody on their side wants you to hear. You'll get access to some of the most exclusive, amazing content out there. Not only Triggered Uncensored, but Matt's VIP columns, Kurt's VIP members-only content, including his columns, videos, podcasts, and the list on that goes on and on and on. So you'll be directly supporting our team. Uh, thank you so much to all of you who are VIP members and to our regular Triggered listeners. Uh, we love all of you, and we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. Of course, you can always email us, triggered at townhall.com. We will see you later. See ya. Oh, no,